When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. The Frank and Jersey. Are we ready? Frank's ready. Okay. Okay. Frank Frank Jersey. Jersey. Go ahead, Frank. Born ready, Donna. Donna? Did you just call me Donna? I did not. I didn't call you Donna. Frank, that's actually his last name. His first name is Primo. Born ready, Donna. He called me Donna. If I saw you from the neck down, I'd think Donna. You ever get a constant? Like, honestly, if anybody wants to beat you to a pulp as you walk from the parking garage into the studios at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm not going to stand in the way. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Amani, listen, I also hear you're hosting Barton Hunt. Yeah. There's probably a decent chance that you don't show up for the show at all, though, right? <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. DPHR Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. You can be very nasty, you know that? No. Really very nasty. Stop you always it. cross the line. It's very awkward and uncomfortable. No, it wasn't uncomfortable. All right, Jim, pleased that you were not in here for the conversation that just took place. He just attacked John. How did I attack Because he tried to give you a legitimate weather forecast. Be, like, be careful. It's supposed to be bad. You're like, I have, I have the rain stopping at three. That's right. So it's we're supposed to get that level of weather today? Hey, so we're tomorrow? Get three to four inches. We got SBBV coming Great. up later on Super. In, the, in this hour. I'm excited for I mean, it. If, you, if, if, if John, our boss, was asked who's easier to deal with, me or you? Me. It, no way. Zero chance. 100%. No no way. RJ. He came in here trying to be helpful. I was like, oh, that's great information, John. Thank you. RJ. Be very careful. Who, who, who do you think is easier to deal with on a day-in, day-out basis, me or Rick? Uh, well, well, it depends. Because you, I, I, I really have questions about your relationship with John. All, all you do is question his knowledge. But I think you're easier in a sense if you won't get him in trouble. Rick, Rick could get him fired. No, no, no. Any, any I'm moment. not asking you to answer in in John's thought process. I'm asking you to answer in yours. Who is easier for you to deal with on a day in day out basis? Mm, it's a good question. It's a good question. It's an easy answer, RJ. Come let, on, let him answer the question. Do the right thing here. I would probably say, you know, it's close, but given recent events, I'd probably say Dave. Because if I don't hit that dump button over things that, that no one just heard that you said, you know, it's getting in trouble, not Rick. Right. Do you, do you have to worry about me and things that I'm going to say no? You no. want to be great or not? Sometimes to be great, you got to you got to push the envelope a little bit. I won't be here to find out if well, you, you, you push the envelope great. like you're a man. At least, at, least you went out on top. <laughs> at least you went out on top, RJ. I'll never be here to find out. Uh, yeah. But you go out on top. Just face it. You're a prima donna and I'm easy to deal with on a day in day out basis. Big boss. Look what he says. Yep. See it? Justin Craig says yep. I'm Team DPHO. Uh, you know what? That's not surprising. Hmm. Well, some people just don't want to hurt your feelings. You're more sensitive than I am. Yeah, but it figures that you deal with the bougie and I deal with the everyman. No. Yeah. How dare you? What does Brian John say? Is, John is bougie. What does Brian say? 
You get his his. I think you know what Brian says. Brian, oh, I'm Team Rick. Right. Two of you guys. He was going to come into the show today, but you guys made him feel so uncomfortable at the holiday party. He didn't want to come. We didn't make him feel uncomfortable. Yeah, he did. The fact that that man feels okay crashing another company's he didn't holiday crash party. Anything. It shows all that he's about. Well, maybe I didn't tell him exactly what kind of. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to a mixer. <laughs> <laughs> the enchantment under the sea dance. <laughs> You're really a shock to the system. Let's go to George in Baltimore. Hi, George. You're on 98.7. Good morning. Great show, guys. Love the interview with Amani. You know, I, I kind of feel like Amani a little bit this morning. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling a bit, but uh, uh, the reason why I'm calling is uh, on Wink, you know, uh, yeah, I was kind of happy, you know, like when the Giants, you know, let the special team guy guys said, that's, I want him gone. I wanted the offensive line coach gone, you know, it's like, and not that I like to see people get fired. I'm not that type of person, you know, but I just felt changes. It's a business and changes need to be made. But when Wink, when I heard about that, it was like, it kind of, you know, it surprised me. Then I saw that they got rid of his assistants and I said, oh, there it is. And you know what I think was the trigger, uh, 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 Dave and Rick? Uh, uh, that forty-one seventeen, the second loss to the Dallas game, uh, the second time we lost to Dallas. I think that's when it started. A little, a little bit of a rift here about uh, 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 Coach Dabble didn't like the fact that the, 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 the way the defense was being run in that game, too many pressures. And, uh, you know, I was I was wondering, you know, uh, who do you think that, that that we can bring in? I mean, you know, it's like uh, uh, this guy, uh, he was good. But to be fair, John Harbaugh, the Ravens, it was the same thing. Wink got a little bit too independent and then it, it, they parted ways, you know, so. Well, I'll tell you what, and these are the names. I, Antonio Pierce, if he doesn't get the full time job with the Raiders, uh, Leslie Frazier. And then Jordan had a couple other guys that were like the defensive line coach of uh, of the Patriots again. I like Wink. I think it's a big loss. My my bigger concern would be that that Dable's having issues with all of the assistant coaches rather than they're moving on from one specific assistant coach. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, are you are you upset they moved on from the special teams coordinator? Uh, I'm not, no. but I'm upset that the special teams coordinator also didn't like Brian right, Dable. But did he do a good job? No, it was well. Bad. Guess what? I mean, if you're not doing a good job, you're probably not going to like me much either. If I'm the head coach, because I'm going to hold you accountable. Was, was Martindale doing a good job? No, but I could also see why. Like Wink was brought. Like Wink has. Like I think in Wink's in Wink's mind, he was the head coach of the defense, and Dable was the head coach. But Dable's specialty is the offensive side of the ball. Okay, so but, you do. But you McGee do what, doesn't like him. Wink doesn't. I like get him. it. Kafka doesn't like him. I understand. I get it. Right. I don't think Kafka's going to done a great job this year. I I don't think. Great job. I don't think any of the three. I'm not upset that Wink is leaving think, as much as I am the fact right. that all these guys have issues with Dave. And I'm with you. I, but I think more importantly is that you know they don't think this is a, a winning program being put in place. It's a problem, That should concern it? you. But I'll tell you what, what would concern me is, and you mentioned this, is if you lose if you lose Kafka, I'm not worried about it because- No, neither am I. No. It's Brian Dable's side of the ne- I'm not worried about that at all. My point is... No, no, but let me finish the point. Yeah, the bigger concern is you lose Wink now, and you ask Namani the question. You'd like to have the continuity. Defense, I mean, they Which did have 31 take us, yep. and now we're learning... So now you got to start from scratch again. Right. So, and again, now you're going to try to find a guy, too, whose scheme is going to fit the players... The personnel. That, the players that you what, have. What, are they going to do that, or are they just going to hire someone that gets along with Dable? Well, I think you have to find the best of both worlds, because you're going to have to find someone that's... I mean, you already drafted Thibodeau with a fifth overall pick. You got Dexter Lawrence. Sounds like McKinney's more likely to stay now that Wink is gone, which maybe speaks to, you know, Wink and his personality. But 
Yeah, it's a tough spot to be in, man, because Wink is, I mean, he's highly respected. Defense wasn't as good this season as it was the previous season, but, you know, it's it's a new system these guys are going to have to learn. Um, let's get to the Jets a little bit. Aaron Rodgers yesterday as they cleaned out the locker room and, you know, packed up for the offseason, talked about the uh, the only focus on this team should be winning. Here's Aaron. Anything that doesn't have anything to do with winning needs to be assessed. So anything in this building that we're doing individually or collectively that has nothing to do with real winning needs to be assessed. Everything that we do has to have a purpose, too. When you step in the building, there's intentionality with everything that you do. And it's not a half-the-time thing. It's not a sometimes thing. It's not a most-of-the-time thing. It's an every-time thing. If you want to be a winning organization and to put yourself in a position to win championships and be competitive, everything that you do matters. And the bullshit that has nothing to do with winning needs to get out of the building. So that'll be the focus uh, moving forward. That's the focus of these conversations, I think. It's, it's important when you have an exit meetings to create an environment where there's no judgment. It's a free conversation. Guys should air out their differences. We know there'll be a percentage of that that's just pitching for no reason. That's part of it. But I think there's some things that in every organization, and we did this for 18 years in Green Bay, the exit meetings are important to just get everything on the table that's happened, flush the bullshit that you need to move forward away from and then refine your focus moving forward. Uh, I find it interesting. I still think the Jets can be a very good team next year. I find it interesting that Aaron Rodgers, of all people, is saying we don't need any side distractions when it feels like he brings a lot of stuff distracting-wise into the organization. And I know that's been the criticism, but I think in, in his mind, what he does, what the players do off the field is off the field. I think what he thinks he's speaking of is like the... In the locker room Bull stuff? that happens once you step in the doors. Because most people will tell you, like, you've heard this a thousand different times from athletes. Something bad happens, whatever you have going on in your life. Like, guys will always say, the second you step in the building, like, you got to put all that stuff to the side. And I think that's the stuff he's talking about. Is, like, having like have a purpose in everything that you do once you get in the building. How you how you lift, how you watch tape, what Fair. you eat. But it but it didn't say when you come onto one jet's drive now is when you check your ego and, and do all these things. He said overall distractions. This McAfee thing is all year long. You'd think that the teammates and, and and players and coaches weren't asked about that and some of the stuff well, he would say not, on it. it. It definitely does not contribute to winning. To his point, right? Anything you're doing that doesn't contribute to winning, him going on McAfee, it, it contributes to him financially winning. Sure, but as far as the team winning, no, I don't know. I mean, has it? Has it gotten to the point where guys in the locker room are being asked about it so it becomes a distraction? On the case show yesterday, Robert Sala said no. Well, but of course he's going to say no. Well, so, I mean, if, if if it's not, I don't know. I'm not inside that building. But I do know, like, there are a lot of times you hear, like, you don't know what you don't know. And, like, that's why you'll bring in, like, you know, you see a team, a team win a championship. And those players are free agents. Teams can't wait to swoop in and get those guys because those guys were part of a championship organization. Like, let's they know how to do it, right. what it should look like. Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl. I get it. Had a lot of success, so he knows what it should look like. We don't. Jets don't. Because we don't win. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is an all-time great, and no one will ever stand in the way of saying that to be true. There have been, I think he's had some missteps, and I think he's drawn a lot of attention during the course of the season that was very unnecessary. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's, I mean, again, it didn't help that he didn't play. Right? I mean, he's on McAfee every Tuesday, and he's playing. Most of those conversations are probably going to revolve around what's happening on the field. Right. The conversations couldn't because he was hurt. So it was, how's rehab going? What are you doing? And then... And then they would get into stuff to people right. like, come on, man. Because you're there for a full hour. It's Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. That's how they. That's how Pat announces it. Right. Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. So I'm sure we'll have more of that today. But like, it, there are things that need to that need to be fixed. I mean, I think even it, like the Garrett Wilson stuff yesterday. Like, I mean, he delivered it professionally, but I mean, that was that was a 
a serious criticism of the offensive coaching staff. Well, let's take a listen to what Garrett Wilson had to say yesterday on, on not meeting team expectations this season. I hear that I had a good year. You know, it's, it's the worst year of my life, though. <laughs> season. So, you know, thank you. But, um, yeah, you know, that's that's the reality of it. Well, he doesn't, doesn't sound very thrilled about his Sounds season. Sounds like Imani. He, he does. Like, <laughs> he, maybe he sounds like Imani because he is actually an Ohio State guy. He's not, he's not uh, thrilled right. that Michigan won the whole thing. Yeah, maybe right. Here's the one you were asking about on the Rodgers' possible return and some of the coaching issues. I mean, what happened this season can't happen again. It's how I feel about it. But um, it's got to be better. We've got to make adjustments in the game. We've got to do things to to counter what we're getting. Be able to put points on the board because, you know, we, we the two years I've been here, and, I mean, honestly, and you know, it's been tough. It's been tough going. And football hasn't been this hard as far as offense. And, and uh, when I watch it, you know, on the sideline, it don't look that hard for the other team. So we got to figure out something to, you know, to, to get it rolling, no matter who's slinging it, man. And I know that, you know, Aaron will be an offense in itself because that's just what he brings to the table. He's, he's special, man. And, and I think, you know, I'm, I, you know, I just pray that everyone in the world gets to see that next year. Boy, oh boy. I mean, you're talking about Nathaniel Hackett stinks. Indicting is, is your, your coaching saying. staff and all of it. Right. Well, dude, how about Nathaniel Hackett, too, at the end of the season, talking about how he was surprised by Brees Hall surprised him? What do you mean, Brees Hall surprised you? Uh, Brees Hall was terrific. Like, like, I didn't realize like, he could be such a threat catching the football. Well, well maybe well, find out. <laughs> like, why take so long to figure out what Zach Wilson does right? Right. Like, some of the stuff I heard, like, that was one of the things I heard. The other thing with Joe Douglas talking about having, like, you know, Dalvin Cook was a great black, a great backup plan for the running back. Okay, good. We all thought that was smart. Who knows what Brees Hall is going to look like coming from the ACL. But, and then, well, we're going to give Zach a red shirt. Well, that, that means he's not playing. No matter what happens, he's not playing. Correct. Red shirt implies you're not going to be the out on the field, right? For the forty year old quarterback. Oh, even you know, even one week or two weeks, stop it, please. Like that was Salah was saying, even if Zach had three weeks and then had to jump in, all the all the good that would come on, man. It wouldn't have made a difference. I mean, what are we talking about? It wouldn't have made a difference. You didn't want him to see the field, and he happens to. It just so happens in four plays, yep. he's got to be the starting quarterback. Are you looking forward to Rodgers on McAfee today, or are you like oh, another one of these? Um, uh, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, yeah. I'll be interested to see what he says if he apologizes. Like, just what the I think he's going to apologize. What the tone's going to be? I think I think he should apologize. Put this to rest with Kimmel and move forward. And just yeah, see, talk I don't about, even know. I don't need it. I don't want to get. It. I don't want to get too deep into this thing. Like, because I, I know, like the whole the whole backstory with that thing. It was so it was Bakhtiari that came out with the like the initial tweet, right? With the with the log and it had Kimmel's name on it. And then when Aaron said it on the show, I don't even know. I don't know if he meant that like. Kimmel was going to be on the list. That's what he kind or of people, implied. Or people that he kind of supported. Like, I don't know. It's just, it wasn't the right. But the list is not something no. to joke about. No. It's not funny. It was, and was not the right thing to do. He was intending to make light of it. And it yeah, just and it wasn't also, appropriate. Gotta, it puts Pat in a tough spot, too. Of course right? it does. Like, and I know Pat is like you. Like ESPN bought his, his, his brand. His show. Yes. And it's his show that did it. But still, it, cause it, puts, every, it puts everyone in a, in a well, bad you, spot. You, you don't, I mean, if you have a guest on it, it looks badly on you, too. Like, we had Imani on. Imani said things that were outrageous. You, you, I mean, it doesn't look great for us. It doesn't look great for Mac. It doesn't look great for anybody. No, I, just, I think there's a, I mean, there's, come on. I think Aaron's smart enough, too. There's a, there's a certain line that you, you don't want to cross. And it was clearly stepping over the line. So it'll be interesting to see how that breaks down today. RJ. Hi, Dave. Hi. Are you, are you ready? I am. Well, then go. Now. Okay. See ya. Touchdown. Rebound score. The sh- you missed. Oh, Michigan, if you didn't stay up, are your national champions? They roll over Washington. So now the question, as we 
enjoyed that for about 15 seconds that we all are looking for the answer to. Jim Harbaugh, you going to the NFL? I just want to enjoy this. I hope you give me that, you know. Can a guy have that? Does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's what's the future? You know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. I think you do, Jim. I think you do. I got to tell you, the more I kind of like try to close my eyes and envision him on a sideline, I have a hard time seeing him on the Chargers sideline for some reason. Why? I just feel like they... And I know he may not have a great relationship with the president of the Bears, just because of the the Big Ten stuff. Played for the Bears, though, right? But can you like just close your eyes and imagine him on the like? I can see him on the Bears sideline, like that. That that's the kind of job I feel like fits. Yeah, him. I, like I actually this, see him on the Chargers sideline. This cleats on. Well, it's cold weather. It's cold it's, weather. It's, it's north. Right? Chewing his mouth, like just yeah. It's Big Ten country. He, he literally wore a Chargers uniform. He he can he can do it. I get it. If I, I gave you if I gave you Chargers of the field, Rick, you would take you would take the field. No, I still, I would, I'd say probably still Chargers. Like, if I mean, Greeny said it. He said that he thinks Justin Herbert is, if the money's right. I mean, they're known as a cheap organization. Yeah, but, but I, I was reading that they want to spend money on this. Coach. Okay, well, the only thing, the only negative to to the Chargers is is that their salary cap is a mess. But they're talented. No, I know they're talented, but they've been. Under, I mean, they've underachieved. But again, like we talk about, the most important position in sports. If it's your opinion, and you told Mike Greenberg that if I had my choice of all the young quarterbacks in the NFL right now, I think Justin Herbert's the best. And that job opens up. I mean, you're probably going to take that job. Uh, yes, you would assume that would be the case. I got uh, Jamie Eisner. Let me see, let me tell you where he's from. Draft Network. He has odds on the next coaching hires. Chargers next head coach. This is from Bet Online, right? It's a legitimate entity. Harbaugh favorite at minus two hundred. Ben Johnson plus five hundred. Bill Belichick plus six hundred. Rabel ten to one. Bienemy eleven. Kellen Moore fourteen. Um, Washington, Biennemi the favorite at plus 400. Ben Johnson and Belichick 500. Bobby Slowick 600. Dan Quinn 800. Falcons next head coach. Guess who the uh, favorite is to be the Falcons? Belichick. Next Belichick at plus 300, followed by Ben Johnson at four. Biennemi at five. Slowick at six. Harbaugh at seven. I think so, Belichick really values the uh, ownership. I think that's really important to him. Uh, yeah, and and probably would get along well with Arthur Blank. I see. I could see Bienemy taking like the Carolina job. Mm-hmm. So you you mentioned Carolina next head coach for Carolina. Same odds bet uh, online.ag. Ben Johnson the favorite. Jo- I wouldn't touch that job if I was Ben Johnson because he's he's too much of a commodity now. Yeah. Plus Go two, and if you don't do well there, do you ever get another chance? Right. Plus two fifty. Kellen Moore plus. How is Kellen Moore a commodity? Well, maybe he's just a commodity for Carolina. And then it goes Belichick at nine to one, Bienemy ten, Harbaugh twelve. Because can't, can't you see Tapper just going after someone he could kind of boss around? Yeah, or someone that just it feels like they want to have a job now. Yeah, yeah. The the, the candles kind of dimmed a little bit on on Kellen Moore. But if so. it, it feels like Carolina is not going to get the pick of like of a proven veteran coach because no, why no. would somebody like that go there? They're not going to get a, a pick of a proven veteran coach, and they're not going to get one of the hot up and coming names either. No, they could get like a proven. Veteran coordinator, coordinator that wants to have a head coaching job, right? Or or maybe a head coach, a, a former head coach that doesn't have any other options to come back and take that like, job. But it, yeah, yeah. Like I'm thinking, like a like a Spagnolo type, if you wanted to get back in. Yeah, he he could get that job. It's got to sure. be offensive, though. I, I would think. Yeah, uh, yeah you're probably to right. make Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah, the best version of himself. Yep. Uh, Michigan finishes 15 and 0, third national title, first since '97. You mentioned Belichick. Still no official word. There were reports floating around Sunday that he's done, but we haven't heard that yet. Bill did say he's open to altering the hierarchy of how the Pats run things, especially with team personnel. So, still waiting. That's on that. a big step. Yeah, we're waiting on that meeting, though, with him and him and Kraft. It's going to happen soon. 
then they have to make a decision soon. You would think. Uh, Pete Carroll said he's coming back to coach the Seahawks for a 15th season. How old is he? I believe 72. Hmm. I will, I will you knew the question was coming, RJ. Yeah, I did. You I knew it. Is that, is that, I mean, he's an older man. Is it's that obvious. an unfair question? That does. He you seven- don't think that there's anybody in their car right now who's saying, I yeah. wonder how old Pete Carroll is. That's why I wonder. He is 72. Okay. Wonder- Harrison Ford, 81. <laughs> I know that. 81. We learned that last week. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Allen said he expects to be back as the head coach of the Saints. He is 16 and 18, two years in New Orleans, no playoff appearances. The Jags. How old is uh, Dennis Allen? Any, any idea? So that's not fair. 51. You looked it up while you, while you sandbagged me. Sorry. Uh, Jags have fired DC Mike Caldwell and several assistants. You know what the Jags started? First first 11 games. You know what the record was? 8 and 3. Yeah. They missed the playoffs. Brutal. Not well, good. as soon as, I mean, as soon as he hurt his ankle. Can we stop with this nonsense? I've heard this all over oh, the place. Oh, what's the Trevor Lawrence stuff? No, no, no. That the Eagles are the first team ever to start at 10-1 and one and not get to 12 wins in the course of a season? It's not right. Even even Michael said on the show, and Don's like, wait, what? I don't think that's right. It's not right. Okay, I oh, believe well, you. Listen, I've heard it all over the place. Right. It's incorrect information. I like when you hold people accountable. Yeah, so I have you, to. So if you're out there listening and you've, you've perpetuated that lie, Dave's talking to you. Yeah, and go and remedy that. Yeah. Tell the people you told right that to that it, that did not happen. Call them all right now. Uh, Josh Harris, we talked about the commanders. Uh, did you see who's leading the charge to replace their, their staff? Uh, Bob Myers. I hate to bring this to your attention. Mm-hmm. We covered this yesterday. Oh, no. That's okay. Well, because you were, you know, That's okay. gallivanting around Miami. That's right. Yeah, Bob Myers and Rick Spielman, Spielman from yep. the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, speak of the Warriors, Draymond Green said that Adam Silver talked him out of retiring when he was suspended. He was thinking about walking away. But Silver got him back. Why, why would he walk away? I don't know. He just had a contract. That He's done you, enough. He, that's how interested he is in taking accountability. I'd rather retire. Yeah. He decided. Well, I think he said sorry, didn't he? He screwed up. Yeah, I believe so on his yeah. podcast. Uh, Kirk Cousins said he hopes to be back in Minnesota. He's a free agent. Garrett Wilson. Oh. Yes. Could potentially take a hometown discount, too. Mm. He's made more money than he could ever have imagined. Yeah. And he loves being in Minnesota. Also, I like that. They also won just enough games to kind of put them in a very strange point. Yes, like we, we've, before he got hurt, he was playing unbelievable We've football. joked about Kirk Cousins for years. He's a very good quarterback. He was leading the league in touchdowns when he got hurt. He's a ve- and they have weapons all over the place. Although Hawkinson's going to probably miss mm. extend the time, and who knows if he'll ever be the same guy. But, I mean, the rookie receiver. Addison. Addison. Yep. You got Jefferson as a, as a beast, Stud. right? I mean, that's that's a good football Good head team. coach. Yeah, real good head coach. Uh, Garrett Wilson, changing numbers. Going to his college number five, courtesy of? Thomas Morstead. Who is a? Our best player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a punter? A free agent. Oh. oh. You need him back? Yes. Yeah, you do. You need need him back. back too. the best offense you have. Uh, bad news, John Moran, his season is over. Surgery and a tear in his right shoulder. Tyrese Halliburton has a strained left hamstring. He will undergo an MRI today. Purdue still the top team in the world of men's college hoops. Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, a couple others worked on. Julius Peppers going into the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Elias Pedersen, four points, two goals, two assists for the Canucks. Who beat the Rangers yes. at the Garden. And uh, Tiger so Woods nasty. and Nike are done. 27 really? year run together. Yeah, statement. You didn't know that? No, I just. Are you serious? No, I didn't even know that. Uh, Tiger, I missed that. Tiger didn't say what... Was uh, all over the place yeah, yesterday. He didn't say what apparel brand he, he plans to rock in the future, but he did indicate oh. that he uh, he's going to play in the Genesis, it sounds like, at Riviera. And then Nike had a whole like ad thanking him for his 27 years of service. I'm, I mean, this guy sees every single thing that ever happens in the world of sports. Yeah, I don't know what happened I am, yesterday. Sh- RJ, you'd agree with that. Shocked that he didn't see that. 
He's got a lot going on. Well, I had a big meeting yesterday, and then after the meeting, I had to go to baseball, so maybe I wasn't... Meetings maybe. on meetings. It's okay. That's, that's why we're here. It's a bleep you missed. Yeah, because wow. in case you missed it, which you did, now you know it. Nice. And that's a See, if RJ missed. doesn't bring that up, you might never know that Tiger and Nike no. parted ways. I would I? You wouldn't. That's the beauty of the segment. There you go. RJ, nice job by you. Thank you. All right. We'll break. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls. we got to hear a little more Jet stuff, some Joe Douglas conversation, maybe back to the college football as well. It's DNR with you on 98.7 ESPN. Discover BetMGM, the sports betting app that New Yorkers turn to for nonstop action. As an official sports betting partner of Madison Square Garden, the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers, BetMGM meets New Yorkers at the world's greatest arena with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, and much more all season long. And as an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and as an official sports betting partner of the NHL, BetMGM takes the show on the road for excitement every single night. Plus, as an official betting partner of the Jets, BetMGM GM makes every football game day the best it can be. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 plus to wager. New York and New Jersey only. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, help is available. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Oh, New Jersey. Hang on a second now. <laughs> You're in Jersey, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're in New York. You have a different number. It's 878-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Wow. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. That read was a travesty. You should refund. You should take some money out of your pocket right now. You want me to read it again? No, no. I think you should take some money out of your pocket uh-huh. and send it to whoever that company is. BetMGM? Yeah. I think they have enough money now. Oh, I think you should send some money. Let me do the end again. No, just... In New Jersey, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 878-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Better? Yeah, better. I, I mean, it was not my finest right. moment. Um, I have a giant stat if you're interested. I love the Giants. I'd like the stat. Okay, so they fired Drew Wilkins, who was the coach of the uh, outside linebackers. Mm-hmm. So out of 78 outside linebackers in pass rush win rate, care to guess where Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari, and Jihad Ward ranked out of 78 pass I'm rush win rate. confused at 78. 
qualified. There's 78, 78 qualified. players that qualify. Yes. You're taking these three giants and lumping them as one? No, no. Just each of them. E- I, have, I have the rankings individually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 Thibodeau's got to be the highest. Okay. He is the highest. Uh, 78. 24. 71st. R- really? Yeah. And he's the highest. Highest. So what are we, 75 and 78? Uh, 76 and 78. Great. Ojalari, 76. Uh, Ward, 78. How can the guy have that many sacks and... and not win the battle to the quarterback that often. That's a good question. He's the, I mean, he's the result of... Well, they need everything. Well, it's just that he's not winning He's not winning his matchup, so you're just getting Wink's defense where you got blitzes and, and forcing quarterbacks. And exotics yeah. to, to get to the quarterback. So quarterback's moving up in the pocket and moving in whatever it is. Right. But you could see that Philly game, man. I mean, this is, I don't know, I don't know if it's true or not, but when it was Bosa, right, RJ? After they played the Eagles and said, we've pretty much given everyone the game plan on how to beat Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't kidding. He wasn't kidding. Well, they were 10-1? and one? No. When they lost? They to... were 10-1 and one and finished 11-6. and, and six. That's right. That's right. That is brutal. And their one win was against the Giants, and they didn't play well in that game. No, they did not. Let's see if they can figure it out when all of a sudden now everything is on the line in the postseason. Do you see, I know he's been nicked up, but do you see Jalen Hurts run more? No. Well, here's the thing. Is, is Devonta... Devonta. Devonta. Is Devonta... A.J. Gonna, Brown. Is he going to play? Is A.J. Brown going to play? Is oh, DeAndre is Swift going to play? Am I going to get a healthy Jalen Hurts? Their defense is not very good. Yeah, I was listening to... I think it was Dallas Goddard talk, and it was almost like he insinuated, and maybe this is because this is all they can do, is that maybe potentially taking their foot off the gas a little bit knowing that they were already be in the playoffs. With the Giants' loss? No, just in general. Like just they Come start on. ten and one kind of already. Be the two seed. If you I know. beat Arizona and the I know. Giants, you're the two seed. Okay, but so if I take what he says and then I lump it into the clip that I sent you guys, where it's, um, Javon Hargrave talk about the difference between Philly and San Francisco. He said Philly is like playing in Philly is like playing for Golden State, where it's kind of like relaxed. You do your own thing, and playing in San Francisco is like playing for the Miami Heat. Whereas you go to work every day, but how? But the expectations and pressure in Philly must be through the roof. How yeah, is that relaxed and, and like Golden State? Well, I think as far as how you practice, that's right. what he's talking about. He's not talking about expectations. He's talking about like you go, like you show up in Philly, you show up in San Francisco, you're working. Like you, there's come, an expectation. He worked like Kyle Shanahan practices and practices you hard. In Philly, it's kind of like, could you see Philly losing this game and yes. Sirianni losing his job? Yeah. Well, I mean, who else is who else is being talked about? Surprise fire in the NFC East. I mean, would you be shocked if if the Cowboys lost if McCarthy gets fired? Well, I would be shocked if they lost. I agree with you. To Green Bay, you can't lose that game no. to Green Bay, especially with what they've been. They've been a wagon at home, and I think they match up well with Green Bay and Jordan. That should not be close. No. Can the they, Cowboys I mean, should win that game right. comfortably. I mean, the way to expose Dallas is can you can you run the ball? I think they can run the ball, but I mean, can you? Can their defense stop what Dak Prescott's been able to do, especially at home? Well, nobody really stops Prescott at outside home? of the outside of the Niners. Not at home. No, at the, well, Detroit did well, but at home, he's that that team offensively is at home. But it was weird that Detroit level. did so well, and the Cowboy and, and Detroit's defense is not great. Like you, you would have thought the Cowboys were going to put up thirty points against Detroit. Yes, and they, and they gave him a lot of trouble. Yeah, I would have thought the same thing. The, the home run they hit with uh, C.D. Lamb on that ninety-five yard touchdown. Um, 
Like Dak had to make a great move and get out of the trouble and, and step up in the pocket and heave that downfield. Uh, yeah, but Dak, listen, Dak has had, I mean, and he said it before the season. He said, I will not throw 10 picks. What, did he throw nine? He did not throw 10 picks. And I'm sure that had Santiago all worked up. He's good. He's really good. He's really good. Now he just has to go. C.D. Lamb, by the way. Awesome. I saw, I saw yesterday. So Tyreek Hill and how great he is and the numbers. So Tyreek, I think, had like 1,799 yards. C.D. Lamb had like 1,750. C.D. Lamb so had, had a great season. an amazing season. And he finished off, what, nine straight games with a touchdown. Right. And and long touchdown. And the, you know what the thing is also? Not that the tight end is he's, he's fine. Cooks is good-ish. It's not like they have a Jalen Waddle. They don't have a Brandon Ayuk. They don't have like other great receivers. They're like they got a good tight end. Ferguson is good yep. and Cooks is good, but they're not great. The fact that CD Lamb is so unguardable is really impressive. Yeah, but I also think it's, it speaks to what Mike McCarthy's done with this offense, and more importantly, what Dak Prescott is doing for this offense. Like you can make the case that like, as far as playing the position, playing the quarterback position, there aren't many that have played it better than Dak has this season. He's had a great year because they put like Mike McCarthy puts a lot on him. At the line of scrimmage, Mike McCarthy's a good offensive mind too. Yeah, I think it helps them when you have someone that's that's smart, like Dak is. Oh, Mike! If they if they lose on Sunday, oh, you'll be doing jumping jacks. If, if they lose on Sunday, I don't even. I couldn't even tell you what I'll do. I I will I will be relentless. You'll have to drive to Jersey to pick up Raymond to get him into the studio. I don't think he shows up. No, you know he shows up. No one's got a better work ethic than Raymond. I th- yeah, but I think Cowboys lose Sunday. Game ends 8 o'clock. I think Raymond takes Monday off. No. Maybe he feels a, a chest cold coming on something. He doesn't. I, he shows you. up, Pastello, and then he says nothing. I've, I've literally shown up after disasters. Why, right. would I, why would I not show up after that? But, but Ray, this would be a, an epic level of disaster I, if they I lost agree. to Green Bay. I, I agree. But but look, I'm, I'm not going into this one fearful like I was the playoff games last Are year. Are you taking Dallas with your pick? Uh, wait and see. He is. He's like a book. Why, why do you try to like get beneath the surface with everyone's selections? Can't you just not wait until Friday? No, no, it's not everyone's selection. Yeah, I'll, I'll make comments during no. the week. You're like, oh, you're going to take them, aren't you? Well, you're, no. you're in control of the board anyway. Right. So you, 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 you I can... mess with. You I mess with. Uh-huh. But I am interested to see what you're thinking. Those two, I usually ask because they both have really good feels for the teams. Which is what Doc is supposed to have with Tampa, but has zero feel. Well, Tampa's hard to get a feel right. with. He's, he's the worst. I've... The only reason I went with Tampa this week is because... His wife, who's got the feel for the team, take Tampa. And that was lucky that they covered that. Really what were you going to say, RJ, before he steamrolled right over <laughs> no, you? No, no, no. I interjected in the wrong spot. I, I Interject I, whenever you like. I'm not sure there's anything Rick is more concerned about outside of family and friends than these picks. Nothing. He ruined my Sundays. He has real anxiety. I'm not doing it ever again. Like, He's rolling. Do, do you, RJ, I don't, oh, you were on the show when it was me, Canty, and Rick, uh-huh. and it was... I think it was Ben's birthday party, and this got to be like five years ago. Like, it's, we're at, we're at a park, twelve year old birthday party, and Canty wants to change picks, and Rick is freaking out that you're not allowed to do that, and it's cheating, and I and I'm getting called. There was cheating. That was a fun time. And it was I was blatant like, what? cheating. I was like, my son is his birthday, and all, uh, and I'm not going to do these anymore, and I'm not paying the punishment, and I'm making. Do you remember that, RJ? There was, yes, there was a time when the rules were were unclear to me because I came... I actually joined mid-football season, or towards the end of it. So I didn't know what rules you agreed on. We could not come to a conclusion as to whether or not picks could be altered after the show. And so do you, we finished it out, and like a parent, do you remember what happened the next football season with the picks? We didn't do him. That's right. He took them away. 
because everyone was yeah, pe- it was petulant babies. And RJ, let me ask you this: in the debacle that were the football picks of the three of us, me, Rick, and Canty, who was the easiest? You were, Dave. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Uh, because you don't care. <laughs> what like do you last mean, week? Okay, like, but, but look, like what last do you week, mean I don't it's care. You don't care. It's one thing to not care, which I don't think is true. He does care. No, he doesn't. Of course, care. I care. But, oh, did you? Were you sleeping? Nine twenty-five. Were you yeah. sleeping on Friday when he was like, I went, what was he? I was owing, I was one and two, had a bad week because I was so focused on my fantasy again, football going, championship. But again, I'm going this to week, ask the question. This week I'm going to bounce back and you go, uh, here's my two picks. And then for my third one, hmm, what should I do? I didn't, I didn't have them all locked yeah, right. away. Again, I'm and going I went to ask three. the question, why? Why does this give you so much anxiety? Are you putting money on these things? Like, no, because like, I don't like to lose. Because he's, he's neurotic. There's something, there's something more valuable but than money, losing. Raymond. But you're not losing. But you're not losing. But it gets not over yet. See, I would like to do, do the show a solid. Remove myself from the pick segment next season. No. And have John sit in my place. No. Oh. Yes. No. Can John, can, John go up, can John go up on the billboard? Is well, that allowed? No, no. He, like, he, here's, what, here's what I think would be allowed, though. Rick doesn't have to make the picks, but Rick, whatever the, the no. punishment is. John makes still, the pick for Rick. Rick is still on the line for yes. Rick. There you go. Out John, of your hands. Out of I think your that's hands. great. John is your your picker. Your he guest has to do it with picker. me, though. Your, he, he's your guest picker, but you have ringer. to ride out the punishment. But he has to do it with me. By he the can't way, get off scot free if he loses. By the way, Rick is red hot. No, Rick is not red hot. <laughs> Rick is not red hot. I had a good week. That's it. You went undefeated. Yeah, that's fine. Barely. You. <laughs> oh my this, is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we, you you are so a ridiculous. child, Dave. You weren't here yet. The rant he went on to me and Ray about why he hates doing the picks. This is off an undefeated week. I'm just and I, I looked at him. I said, "Do, do you it's, ever enjoy this?" He said, "No, never." Gives me no satisfaction. You just went None. undefeated, and you still bitching about matter. it. It gives me no satisfaction. You're, you're, you're a petulant child. Is what I you hate are. it. I hate it. None gives me no satisfaction. You're doing okay. great. Great. By all there, accounts, I've had what's considered to be a great year yeah. picking. He's two games back of me, and he's losing his mind because he's a baby. And that's why I'm. You easier don't get to, it. I'm. You easier, don't, I don't, don't get it. You don't have the competitive drive that I have. It, you went three and zero. If I went 3-0, I'd be chanting yeah. all week long. And that's why you nosedive afterwards. You're like this. Like a roller coaster. Like a pendulum. I want to be like this. Don't look now. Dave is on one of those streaks that's starting to, to approach yours of last year. I'm 1-8 in my last nine. It'll change this week. <laughs> I'll, I'll go 3-0. RJ goes 1-2, and, and we're, we're back. <laughs> I think that's what happens. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I was completely disrespected during the the last break. No. So John went to our esteemed PD. No. He said nice things to you. Not really. Did you hear what he said? He said he thinks if he were to sit in my seat on the show, the show improves. Yeah. You can do your job better than you can do it. He did Hofstra Radio. Well, and I will tell you this. Talks I believe if I took over his job as program director, I wouldn't do nearly as well as he does. Because I recognize how tough well, his that's job not is. the direction I thought you would take that. I thought you were going to take shots at his job nope. there. I think he's great, and I don't think I could do the job as well as he does. He treats you like Wink Martindale. Yes. What's happening right now? Yes. I think that's exactly right. For him to have the gall. The guy hasn't done a radio did call, show in... Did he call you a clown? No. He's Wink Martindale. You're Brian Dable in this situation. But I haven't acted like Brian Dable. I'm just saying that's how he's treating you, though. Maybe I've made him feel like that. But he I, doesn't think you're putting together a winning program. He hasn't on the show. hosted a radio show in 20 years. The gall of him to think he could sit down in this chair and wake up in the middle of the night and do the show five days a week better than I do it is horrifying. It's horrifying. Well, what's it? There's no repercussion. And though. you what just you sit do? there and you're like, "Oh yeah, you could." No, no. I said I would love to see it. I want to see. You know what? I'd like we to see it off, too. I want to see him host, and I want RJ 
and Raymond as his co-host. Here's what I want to have happen. That's what I want. Here's what I want to have happen. I want to take a day next week, and I want John to sit here with you and see how good the no. show is. No. Why would you do that? Well, because looking for a day off. No, I'm a day off. You I'm like the Lou Gehrig of the show. You didn't catch what you didn't catch with that the the translation of what happened. He also thinks you stink, right? Yeah, right. That's what that. This meant. is the this is the least supportive room I've ever been in my life. And this is our boss. Yeah, the boss. Right. You can't do anything to him because God, you can't hit him in the neck. He's got this, the longest turtleneck I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's got that thing circumcised. It's almost with <laughs> his head. Can he say that? I can say that. That's legal. Raymond, did that get done? We're okay. We're yes. Okay. Now we would have to check with the judges. It's up. nice having the line here. We we, <laughs> yeah. we reviewed upstairs. Boy, you, you really feel no... It's like having the earpiece in. You know, like when the referee does the... Uh... Yeah, but you get down to the 15 seconds at some point, and that cuts yeah. off with having connections well, to the coach. That was plenty of time. Uh, it's ESPN New York Super Box Bonanza V. S-B-B-V. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Super Boxes with prizes including, but not limited to, a big screen TV... Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. Be caller number... Well, let's go with caller number... Ooh. Number eight. Number eight right now. 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, 1000 bucks at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And by the way, we're so transparent. Guy picks 39 yesterday, and of course, that's some great prize. It's a great prize. But maybe the best prize. Every year, we, we have to reward no, the, the number 39. I, listen, I didn't pick the numbers. Um, you want to hear Robert Sala on the case show yesterday? Uh, yeah, I listened to a lot of it, but I like to hear it again. Okay. I didn't hear what he, what he said, because they kept switching the time. Like well, he's gonna he, be had on, me- he had meetings. Right, he's going to be on 345. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll wait for that. And then he's going to be on at 4. I was like, okay, I'll wait for that. And then he's going to be on at 5. I was like, all right, I, I can't be around for that but here's what he had to say do you want rogers to kind of stop with all of the the mcafee stuff when we refer to bs we refer to everything inside the walls i promise you i don't think anyone really cares about inside these walls as teammate no one cares about the mcafee show i think that's more just noise for the outside world just the things in here and the things that we need to do better as an organization as players as coaches all of us in terms of stop sweating the small stuff and let's worry about winning football games so pat mcafee show is entertainment it's what he does he makes good money off it good for him and they put together a good product but at the same time i promise you nobody really cares about what's said that McAfee show. So none of that stuff, like the conspiracy stuff and the Jimmy Kimmel stuff, enters the walls of Florham Park? None of that gets in? It makes for entertaining conversation, but it's not like, oh my God, it's not, there's nothing dramatic. I mean, you guys just sit down and talk to him about holistic foods and all that. It's fascinating conversation, to be honest with you, but there's nothing negative about it. It's just how you approach it, and I don't think anybody in the locker room takes any of that with negativity. Were they laughing at the end? Uh, were they laughing at the end? I think that uh, if you kept that playing, I think Michael said something at the end too. Like I'll take the, uh, <laughs> he said something like I'll take the, I'll take the doctor's word for it or something like that. He took a shot at Rogers. Yeah, he has some interesting thoughts. Well, no, but I'm not. Listen, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with with what Robert Sala said. Like, I, unless it unless it gets into the locker room where players are forced to answer questions about it, I could see it being a well, distraction they like that way. They love him. They I mean, love even to Rogers. the point where you saw like Mackay Beckton wants to come back because he loves Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'll, t- so much. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Mackay, you may want to come back. We can't bring. We you don't back. want you back. No, we don't. Dude, want they you gave back. him the most. Uh, what was it, the most inspiring Jet Award? Right. Like they love him. 
I would say this, is if he did play this season, if he had played and didn't get hurt, and he was doing the McAfee show, and all of a sudden now all this stuff was coming out, and he was asking question after question, and it became a distraction where it was, it was affecting his play on the field, and team was losing, then you have a different right. conversation. And as much as some people, and even me with some of the things, are turned off by what Aaron does, clearly the, the guys in the locker room love him. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, well, it's also how, I mean, it's it's... It's how you choose to approach each relationship inside the locker room, right? Like we had guys in our team that were um a couple guys like were, were born again were born again Christians. So like some guys, like for the most part, they would like, listen, you have your beliefs, I have my beliefs, if you want to ask me questions about it, no problem. And then there were certain guys that would like would walk into the gym and take out a CD and break it in half because it had it had swearing in it. And you're like, Hey, you All can't right, do that. Come on, man. Right, like, you can't act like that. So I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going out of his way to do conspiracy theories or this, but if you have a question, you want to ask him about, you know, the kind of, you know, ayahuasca or like the guy in Buffalo credits, uh, Poyer credits Aaron Rodgers for helping save his, like turn his life around. Yeah, people, people like him around the NFL circles. Quickly, Raymond, before we get to you, uh, Mike Garofolo says the Giants will interview Raiders offensive line coach Carmen Brasillo for the same role on Dable's coaching staff. Sources say Vegas granted permission for Brasillo to interview while they conduct their GM and head coach searches. So there's that. Raymond, you still have enough time. Three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. And there's one thing we learn about our Rick DiPietro coming into the show is that those picks give him anxiety. A lot of things give, give him anxiety. But you know what? During during the national championship last night, he was he was anything but anxious. He got the job done. Got a little a bit of uh, sexy time in before the game was over. I I, I say that's a good night for Rick DiPietro. And, and great night. If, if you if you carry that same mentality into your picks, I think you'll do fine. I was like the uh, I was like the run game in the first quarter for Michigan. Hmm. Final Number hole. two. Speaking of Michigan and sexy and... To me, that's like a nun with a big posterior. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, final verdict. Who's to blame for Imani Tumor's uh, no-show? We blame him the clock. Imani. Blame... No, no, no. John it's Withrop. A... No, no. Stand by John. It. You leave John alone. John Withrop. It's Imani. Imani's a big boy. He knew he had a hit to do. He failed. It's Imani is the one that gets blamed. Absolutely. Nobody's ever won the Kentucky Derby on a dog. Recycling lines. I might have to ride her, but oh, that's boy. okay. Oh. Number one. He's... <laughs> Shout out to the caller, Frank. Born ready, Donna. He was born ready, Donna. <laughs> he called me Donna. Anytime you can play Richie Valens, that's a win. I don't know what else to say, Dave, Donna, whatever you prefer to go by. He, he call, he called, I love it. He called me Donna. It's the highlight of the born show. Born ready, Donna. You played like 50 times today. That's a good drop. It is really good. Um, it's real 76. No excuse to play a champion. It's DPHO, Donna, and... Dave? <laughs> 98.7 ESPN. The Fornication! Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.